Meaningful responsibility is responsibility that you have chosen that serves others. Everybody, I am Kelsey Lowe, and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. Today is a very special day because we have a guest on the podcast. This is the first time a male is going to be joining us, and this male is my brother. Everyone, I'd like you to meet Christian Lowe. Thank you for having me on this. I love speaking, you know, I when I went to college originally, I was a communication major where I feel like all I did was give, uh, you know, writing papers and give talks. So this is sort of something that I'm kind of passionate about. Mm-hmm. I've never done a podcast thing um, and I kind of already love it. Um, yeah. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh my gosh. So you, you, a lot of things that you guys don't know is that me and my brother actually worked together when we were teenagers. So a lot of this like creative learning, like technology, stuff like that, he was always kind of on the forefront of it, teaching me. And so I'm sure there's like a part of you that wonders like, how did I even start a podcast without you? Right? Yeah, no, I know. I, at, in, at all moments, I knew you were, are capable of doing this. Um, I just want you to do it well because I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> and so if I ever hear your podcast and I'm like, oh, this is all over the place. See, and the you guys know off. me. You guys know me. I'm all about messy action because if I'm a perfectionist, I'd only have three episodes. Exactly. <laughs> and and I'm totally, that's an area of my life I got to work in is just moving forward messy. Um, I've been told that by a bunch of very successful people. And I'm just like, yeah, but I don't like messy. Um, so I got to get over that. You know, it's just a personality trait that I'm working through. So today we're going to be talking about purpose and responsibility. It's actually something me and my brother got in conversation with yesterday. And the conversation was just so good that I knew that this conversation would really benefit you guys listening. Cause a lot of things that I've heard from, um, I know, so my, majority of the people that listen to this podcast are female and the whole search for purpose is such a huge topic, but also too, even more than that, what is purpose? You know, how does that relate into our lives? How can we fulfill that? So that is something that, uh, we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. And also too, I think purpose, um, is something that we kind of get too absorbed with on our journey to just feeling fulfilled, right. And fulfillment and purpose, uh, are, are closely correlated, of course, very, you know, they're similes, but, Sometimes we overthink purpose and we're constantly asking yourself, what's our purpose? As if there's just one large one in your life that's going to be around permanently forever. Um, And I think we need to redefine sort of how we think about purpose in terms of it's an evolving door. It is something that comes and goes and our purpose is changing always. Um, And and how passionate we are about our purpose might change as well. And so... uh, I feel like when we get started talking about this, I like to really define passion and purpose um, and the difference between it. If if you're really uh, into you know these really ins- you know the inspired leadership type of uh, uh, characters that are all over Instagram and all these people that are doing great work, um, you've probably heard this before. I think it's something Jay Shetty really got popular doing uh, a year and a half ago when he started. Well, that's when he first went viral for me. Um, is he, he really defined passion and purpose and made it very clear to me what the difference is and how passion is related to purpose. So your passion 
is something that you enjoy for yourself. Your purpose is when you can take that passion and use it to serve others. So just keeping that in mind when we talk about, you know, finding our purpose, um, letting our purpose evolve and aligning with our purpose. And in fact, me and Kelsey just started talking about this is how we hate the term finding your purpose. And I know this is sort of uh, contagious right now amongst other people as well that I've heard of is that your purpose isn't something that's found and then lost. It is something that your body and your mind has to constantly align with. And it is, um, it is ever changing. So it's not like you're finding some overarching purpose in your life. It's just uh, a fulfillment, a mindset, a feeling even, um, that is always changing. What would you say to someone if right now they aren't sure what they're passionate about? If you're not sure what you're passionate about, and, that, and that's really good, uh, that's, a, that's a really good question, honestly, because to really find out what you're passionate about, my, <laughs> something I hated hearing when I was younger and I was like told to go get a job, is to just start trying things, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's like sort of uh, the problem with our educational system is where you go to college and you gotta leave and you gotta go get a job and you gotta start paying off these loans or whatever it might be, but you don't know what you want to do because you haven't gotten the time to try things yet. And so my first uh, advice for finding your passion is to just start trying things at a small scale. At maybe a scale that's not super involved, um, that doesn't take an entire, you know, a, a bunch of commitment. Because the worst thing would be is to try something and that something you're just trying is actually a career that you have to go to school two more years for, and you go through all of it, and then you finally get to try it, and then you realize, oh no, I gotta move on to something else, because it's just a giant waste of time. So my advice is to start really small and try a lot of different things, and make sure that passion can be something that can translate into a purpose. So, Mm -hmm. serving others, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was talking to him, you know, with a lot of different like hardships and stuff that's happened in my life. And I know I've, I've talked a lot to you guys about, um, losing my friend Reagan. And when she passed away, serving you guys posting on Instagram, like I don't post just like for fun, just for shits and giggles. It's because I know that there are certain people that need to hear these messages that need to hear these words of positivity. And it's serving other people that kept me motivated because if I knew I wasn't serving people or helping people or making a difference, you guys, I probably would have quit because I was mourning, you know, I was grieving, but being able to serve totally lifted my own spirits. So it's, it's, (laughs) you get to feed off of it in a way that fulfills you the same way that other people get to feed off of it and you fulfilling your own passions, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And I think the experience that you had with Reagan and her passing, I think that what, what that really did is that it maybe helped solidify your purpose right now and also evolved it a little bit to, um, make you realize how much of a responsibility you have to the people who are living their lives and that need, um, you know, that, that need your support throughout their day and that love your guidance and love uh, your motivation because yeah. that's so important to people and it's something that's so lacking. I mean, it's why we're all here listening to podcasts <laughs> half the time, right? We need motivation. We need, we need wisdom, you know, most importantly. And wisdom is so interesting to me, and this is just my own personal connection with wisdom, is that every time I hear something that's super pr- profound, I feel, wow, 
that is common sense that I just haven't realized yet, or I just haven't thought about it in that way. Or maybe that was once one of those shower thoughts where it's like, you're in the shower, you have an incredible thought. You're like, wow, this makes so much sense. That can go in a book. And then you get out and you totally forget about it. And then a year later, you're listening to a podcast, you read a quote online, and you're like, that, that's, that makes so much sense. And it's so profound and it really changed my life. And just something uh, that comes to mind right away is, is something that's been on my mind daily lately. Um, it doesn't necessarily pertain to me, but I feel like it pertains to a lot of people in my life who are living with mental uh, health issues, is that you can't heal in an environment that made you sick. Mm, and that yes. was something so profound to me. And when you think deep about it, it's so common sense. And so I've, I've been thinking of the term contagious common sense recently, and I've sort of been using it um, when I speak to people about these really deep, uh, deep topics is that we need to really get addicted to contagious common sense that's out right now because there's a lot of it. And this common sense should be something that is really common. The problem is, is I heard that and thought, why am I not, why have I not really thought about it like that? Because it makes so much sense. And so mm. this is a grand tangent that we've just gone on. Um, but Yeah, I, I totally know what you mean though. In those moments of like, why haven't I thought about it that way? That totally makes sense. I totally get that. Okay, and side note, I just ordered on Amazon little notes to write in the shower for grand ideas. <laughs> so you guys, I'll put the link in the show notes because that is a problem we can solve. Yeah. That, <laughs> you don't have to ever lose a great idea again. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Uh, so I'd love to hear like how... How did you come to this conclusion? Like, I mean, I, I kind of know, but I want you to tell them, like, what has been your path? Like, because in your career, it's helped shape your passion. It's helped shape, like, mm -hmm. you being glad for the responsibilities, I guess. Am I saying that right? Like, I don't know, glad yeah. for the responsibilities? Yeah, I think it's, um, so what we originally started talking about here is the correlation between responsibility and purpose. And so I just want to make that clear that this, this whole talk here is about responsibility and purpose and the correlation connection between those two. So when you said, um, you know, I'm glad for my responsibilities now, because for those that don't know listening, that don't know me personally, I'm a very fulfilled person right now. I have not always been very fulfilled. I feel like I have found my purpose for the time being. And I feel like this purpose could stay around a very long time until it decides to evolve. And I will make the commitment to evolve with it. But mm, that's so good that, that you're, you're, purpose evolves and you have a choice to evolve with it or not. Absolutely. And I think we, I think we forget that our purpose needs to evolve. And I think a lot of people, um, look at their lives and they say, man, I once was fulfilled. I once feel like I had a lot of purpose and now I'm depressed. And now I feel like I have nothing in my life. And it's because your purpose wasn't anything bad, but it was just something temporary that you didn't realize. So your, tempor uh, your temporary purpose was maybe taking care of your grandparents. Maybe it was raising your children who have now moved out of the house. Maybe it was running a business that you have since sold or moved on from. These, are all, these were all at one time your purpose, and once they're gone, you feel lost. And the correlation, I'm sure you're getting it now, is... All of these purposes that we're talking about are all responsibilities and they're not responsibilities like our human responsibilities that we get 
handed to at birth, like a birthright, like here, you know, I have to eventually take care of a house one day. You're going to have to do dishes six times a, a week, probably. It's horrible. <laughs> and, there, and there's just all these responsibilities that you're just handed to as a birthright. No, the responsibility I'm talking about are the self-induced responsibilities that you get to choose. And I also, and, and just a little side note, I think this is a big reason why we're seeing so much, many, um, and maybe this is a, just one contributing factor, but a reason why we're seeing so many teen suicides and so, many, uh, so much teen depression and young depression in, in, in children is that they're not, giving, they're not given enough responsibility that they get to choose. We have their entire life mapped out for them. We told them to take their AP classes. We told them to learn this way. We told them to make art in this style. We have all of these amazing choices that these children get to do, but they were all guided by us. And we never let them have a self-induced responsibility. Self-induced sounds weird. Maybe just a chosen responsibility um, that they get to take ownership of. And I think that's a big part of this is taking ownership of your responsibility and how this really correlates to passion for me is taking ownership of your responsibility in a way that serves others. So you are just defined passion and, uh, passion and purpose. Well, you can take it a step further with responsibility and say meaningful responsibility is responsibility that you have chosen that serves others. I completely agree. There has to be that element of serving other people because that's really what makes it fulfilling. I mean, I'm sh sure, like this, the self-achievement, but I'm curious for you, like on your path and things that you've been experiencing, how did you keep your mind positive during the learning curve? Because that's what I've noticed for me, the learning curve of anything is like kind of like going uphill right? Because it's like, oh, I want to know. Maybe it's just my personality of wanting to be a know-it-all, like wanting to have all the answers. So during your path and during like the, even just the past year, how did you keep your mind positive to reach that fulfilling moment? Or was it always fulfilling? No, I, you know what though? I didn't keep my mind very positive. I, I look back and wish um, I could have been more positive, but I didn't have a glass ball. I couldn't see mm -hmm. my fulfillment and my purpose on the horizon, mm. the way I can you know, look back and see it now. In 2017, November time, that was my, that was my worst um, you know, mental state that I've ever been in in my entire life. I had accepted a job, making somebody else a lot of money, a job that I thought I would love, a job that was right up my alley um, technology-wise, and I thought I would absolutely enjoy it. And I just felt so unfulfilled. And it, it was like my first big, big job, right? Um, salaried position. And I immediately started pivoting. And I think that's the key takeaway is that you need to learn to pivot the second, not your head isn't in it, but your body isn't in it. Mm. When your body isn't in something, it's usually a bit more of an intuitive feeling because our head's gonna trick us all day long, mm -hmm. you know? Um, our head's going to tell us, no, we can't do that. Logistics, mm -hmm. all of these things. Um, but when your body and it's a permanent feeling, it's not, it's not an emotion because you had a bad day, but it's this ongoing feeling of this is not where I belong and this is not what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. When you feel that, um, that's when you should really look to pivot. So I don't think I stayed positive. I stayed pivoting. Pivoting. And that, is, that was the most important thing to me then because I was still miserable when I pivoted. Uh, I was still miserable. I was still trying to figure it out. 
But the fact that I was trying to figure out my purpose and trying to align with my purpose means that I was guaranteed to one day reach it. Hmm. Because that was your intention. That That's was my intention. For. Absolutely. And I love that you said like checking in with the body. Cause I do that with myself, like for, for ideas or business things, I do a gut check and I like really like I'll close my eyes and I'll sit with the idea of it. And I'll ask myself like, does this feel expansive or does this feel contracting? And most of the time, if it feels contracting and I decide not to do it, it's really hard to not to say no to things like, like opportunities, but it has guided me and it has helped me. And there's times in the past that I wish I would have had that, I guess, verbiage, had that tool to know like, Hmm, why doesn't this feel right? Um, I think that there's expectations that people put on themselves, that expectations from their parents, expectations from peers to keep doing something, even though intuitively people know it's not the right path yeah. for them. Or they feel like they have to because of money. Yeah, absolutely. And and there's so many reasons why we get tied up into a uh, you know ongoing situation where we're not fulfilled. You know, sometimes you need money. You have to keep working yeah. this, this specific job. You have a responsibility to your family, mm-hmm. right? It's not, it's, it's a responsibility you enjoy. You enjoy that purpose, but you don't enjoy the means that, um, that responsibility comes with, or, mm-hmm. you know, the job, whatever it might be. And, and I don't think I have the answer for what to do then. Mm-hmm. I, I encourage pivoting. I encourage brainstorming. I encourage a side hustle trying to, if, if you have a passion, make it your side hustle, but there are, I mean, we live in, we live in reality here mm-hmm. where there are so many people with children, single mothers, whatever it might be that are stuck that mm-hmm. feels stuck. I don't think they're stuck, but they feel they stuck. They feel stuck. Yes. And the feeling stuck, like that part, what, what I've discovered for myself is when I feel really, really stuck, it's because I'm refusing to evolve with my purpose. Kind of like what we were talking about with right. the two sides. Because if I feel, that means I'm like trying to hold on. I'm refusing to let go. Maybe I'm even holding on to an old version of myself. But then life's opportunities, life situations are asking me to go forward. So if you are in that position right now of feeling stuck, ask yourself, are there certain opportunities in my life that are asking me to step forward or not? You know, is that a, is, it, does that resonate with you? Yeah. And, and for that single mother, that whatever, you know, on, on that train of thought, um, I think they keep aligning their intention of keep seeking to align their purpose and, mm-hmm. uh, keep looking for opportunities to serve others that align with their interests. Um, they're going to be on the right track. And so that feeling of being stuck, the second you're, you feel like you're stuck, congratulations, you're stuck. You know what I mean? And maybe I'm not qualified mm-hmm. to talk about this this way because I've, I've never quite been to those, you know, scenarios. I feel mm-hmm. almost like we're gossiping about, not gossiping, but yeah. almost like trying to shed light on something we have no personal experience with. Well, think about times that you've been stuck, that you've yeah. felt stuck because then it's from your experience. Yeah, absolutely. There's also a part of me that is a, a, in love with Eastern philosophies that thinks about like Taoism, where Taoism is the belief that imagining seeing a river and there's a little stick that's floating on top of the river, when it approaches a rock, it doesn't just stop in front of the rock, it just floats around the rock and keeps going. So that is a big philosophy for me in my life is we can't control the circumstances, we can't control the shit show stuff that happens or if people pass away or whatever else, but we find ways to keep going and move around those situations, not necessarily avoiding them, but we are much stronger than we, than we realize. 
Yeah. And I, I really do think your path of fulfillment and, uh, you know, continuing to align with your purpose should always begin and end with a serving mindset and having your mindset always be on what can I do for the world that I, that I have, what sort of values or what sort of skills, what passion do I have that I can translate into a purpose for other people? The second you start thinking for yourself and not trying to uh, serve other people, you might just remain um, in a passion mind state, uh, mindset instead of evolving into a purpose. Mm. And so, Ooh, that's so good. Um, but also too, and, and on the, on this, uh, purpose comes from serving others, and the first step is taking responsibility for the people you are going to serve. So the first step in this whole thing is taking responsibility for those people you are deciding to serve. And then the what first thing that comes to my mind is believing that you are worthy of helping other people and serving other people. Because that was something for me when I first decided to be a coach. There was this really strong voice that's saying, who do you think you are? And that, they call it the imposter syndrome. Like, who am I to help? Who am I to serve? Um, but I think that's all of our God-given right, that there is this sense of obligation. And I feel like obligation is a negative connotation, but if obligation was a positive word, it's we're obligated to help share our light. Like that's very esoteric, you know, term, shine mm-hmm. your light, share your light. But we are, right? If you've experienced something, share how you overcame it. Yeah, absolutely. And and more on that, if you don't know who you're who you are, if you don't know uh, yourself, you're going to struggle. And Jay Shetty said it perfectly, and I, I brought up his name twice now just because I've been listening to so many of his podcasts and such. Um, because I feel like we have a very similar mindset about this right now of um, purpose and responsibility. As he said it so perfectly, when, when you are confused about who you are, because maybe that purpose or fulfillment you once had has moved on and you didn't evolve with it, then how can you have self-esteem, self-confidence, self-worth if you don't know who you are yourself and and I think that's so powerful to um, it goes so much deeper than just being fulfilled finding that purpose because you're not just feeling fulfilled you're finding yourself and finding yourself comes along with a package of positive traits like self-esteem confidence um, what have you and often the path <laughs> to finding yourself is super uncomfortable. <laughs> it's super uncomfortable. It feels weird. It's taking you out of your comfort zone, but in a very beautiful way. Yeah. And my advice to anyone that is thinking about going outside their comfort zone, make sure what you're going outside of your comfort zone to do is something that's in your strength. Like some of the most successful people will tell you um, that they played to their strengths because if they're already good at it, they can become really great at it. Why, why become mediocre at something that you're really bad at? You know, <laughs> don't go outside of your comfort zone in something you're really bad at. Because yeah, but you don't know if you're really bad at it until you suck once. Right, exactly. You should absolutely try it. I'm talking about things that maybe you have already tried and you've already experienced with, uh, have some experience with. Uh, to go outside of your comfort zone, like I'm going outside of my comfort zone right now being on this podcast. I don't do this very often. I'm comfortable giving a, a speech in front of a, a people all day. I've, I'm, a, I'm a teacher. I teach all day. But sitting here in front of a mic a little outside my comfort zone 
But because I am already confident and believe that this is playing to my strength, I know I'll, I'll, I have a higher chance of succeeding. Mm, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And I think that it's easy to kind of, this is kind of a tangent, but I think it's easy to kind of discredit the things we're inherently good at because there's this belief that I think has been ingrained from us, from our, our parents and their parents' generation, that in order to be successful, it has to be really, really hard. Yeah. You know, and that is, in my opinion, a limiting belief that if we play on our strengths, it doesn't have to feel like going against the grain because it's doing things that you are good at and things that you like. And don't you dare sit there and think that you're not good at anything because you want, there's something that you're naturally Absolutely. good at. Absolutely. And, and I think that the journey is, is a mixture of both. Is like I've had experiences in my life where everything came really naturally. All my... Uh, everything really lined itself out. It was like the path was paved for me, right? But then there's been times where I feel like, hey, this is something that's up my alley, but it's all of a sudden really hard because if you're not good with numbers, but you want to start a business in something you're really passionate about, guess what? You're going to have to work with numbers at some point. (laughs) So it's not like it's all daisies if it's just something you're good at because you're always going to have those moments where you're uncomfortable in something you're not good at and you have to work through, through it or you have to learn how to admit this isn't your strong suit and find help. Mm-hmm. And there's and some people are just too prideful or they feel like this business is too close to home or whatever it might be. And they don't look for help for someone who's naturally really good at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are some, some practical ways that people can maintain their purpose and this evolution of their purpose? For me, and I, and I know there's a lot more to it than what the, the things that come to mind for me, but it, to me, there's three things that come to mind right away that I am trying to be intentional of practicing myself and keeping in mind always. And that is remind yourself of the recipe that leads to a fulfilled life. If you're continuing to remind yourself of that recipe, you're setting your intentions right. And that recipe, in case you forgot, is to serve and take meaningful responsibility for others in a field you have interest in or in a field you are passionate about. Now, and the second one is remind yourself of your purpose. If you currently have a purpose, big or small, you can have more than one. Remind yourself of it. Constantly think about why you are doing what you're doing, what led uh, to you getting there in the first place, and don't forget your overall why. You know, so often we get tied up with wondering why we're even doing this, why uh, I want to change, I don't know what to do, when really you just totally forgot that your responsibility was to serve others and that you chose this one time because you were really passionate about it. And I'm not saying don't pivot, but I'm just saying check yourself and make sure you just haven't forgotten your why. Mm-hmm. To check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And the third thing I think is, um, of course, what we've been talking about is moving on and evolving. Um, Do not cling to an expired purpose. If your purpose has expired, the people have moved out, um, the job has left, has come and gone, and uh, you are now lost, you need to evolve with your purpose and continue to seek it out. I think we become too stagnant and we were like, yep, I have my purpose. I know what it is. And then you stop searching for a fulfilled life and more opportunities to feel even more fulfilled. And that's a mouthful, I know. But 
Hmm. Continue to set your intentions right with, I can be even more fulfilled than I am right now. And if you have that constant mindset, the second one of the purposes leaves, um, you'll be there to continue to back it up and search even more. Don't don't be stagnant. Move on and don't cling to an expired purpose. Mm-hmm. And to add to that, when you notice things have ended, you know, and in this term, the expired purpose, be willing to let it go because if you don't, you're going to block the new purposes from coming into your life. Because it's almost like you can't approach life turned around with your back face. You're going to trip, you're going to fall, you got to turn around. So be willing to let go in order to welcome in whatever's new. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think this goes back to that quote of moving on is some people need to hear it again. You can't heal in an environment that made you sick, right? And that environment doesn't have to be a home or a specific place or even a relationship. Um, what made you sick maybe was the feeling of being unfulfilled, right? And for me, I feel like that's what it was. And that's what really made me sick is I just didn't know really what I was doing with my life. I didn't like what I was doing. And uh, I didn't know what path to choose. And so what I did is I just started trying things. I went back to what I was really, I knew I was already good at. And I just elevated that and I gave everything a shot and I landed on teaching. And I just love being an elementary teacher, something I, I did not think I would be. And now I'm in a classroom with fourth graders, right? I went from a, a creative director, technology, uh, you know, that was my world, to being an elementary teacher. And I never feel more fulfilled and satisfied now. Um, and, and, that, and that's because it covers all fields. Something I'm passionate about, passionate about learning and something that is serving others. And so, you know, finding your, your fulfillment and your purpose is a journey that is evolving and going on forever. And you shouldn't stop just because you found it once. I'm still constantly trying to remind myself of the recipe and remind myself of the why. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Oh man. I hope you guys have really enjoyed this, this episode and really been able to reflect within yourself of what lights you up what brings you fulfillment what is what is what is that purpose and that passion for you and if you guys if you guys want to hear more from christian send me direct messages let me know if we should have him on the show again if you guys like this episode <laughs> screenshot it tag us on instagram you know i love seeing when you guys are listening Um, because this is such a good topic and I feel like this topic could be explored even more so in so many different directions. So who knows? might be a series. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This was fun. This was really fun. I'd love to hear from you guys too. Send me a message. Send me an email. Um, If you could change the world in any way, how would you change it? I'd love to hear from you guys. And Christian, thank you so much for joining us on Joyfully You Podcast. Got it. Thank you. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Again, this is Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. And if you guys love this episode, share it. And if you extra, extra love this episode and you've never left a review on iTunes, it brings me so much joy and it really helps me fulfill my mission and my purpose of inspiring other people and bringing joy to their lives. So if you haven't done that, please do so. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Talk to you later.